This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 71. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, aka Jane, also known as Eleven. And with me is God's greatest gift to the earth, God's greatest creation, the most beautiful thing he has ever made, Lady Godiva. Thank you. <laughs> How you doing today? Hello. How you doing tonight? I'm doing alright. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, but I see that you're popping on, on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter's actually, you know something about that real quick? Um, it was my therapy <laughs> back in 2009, right? So I've noticed lately that I have been neglecting Twitter. Like, it's been a while because Twitter was hating on me. You know, they... <laughs> They kept it kept me from following people back for a while, and then it finally let me. I don't know what the deal was, but anyway. So I was going back and trying to see like h- how people have been doing and like you know what they've been up to since 2009, and then a lot of people that have grown so much, you know, maturity and 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 all kinds of stuff, and following their dreams. I'm really really proud of them. So I let people know like I'm really really proud of y'all for doing your thing. So. <laughs> she's just gonna gloss over all the facts that like Crooked Eye, Ju- Joelle Santana, Chris Jenner, all kind of Chris Brown Mama follows you. She's just gonna gloss over that fact. Like I thought, I thought I was cool because I got like my industry friends, but like Lady Gaga's got like everybody following her, so she's just gonna she's just gonna gloss over that, like just subtle flex things. <laughs> but I forgot all about it though, like um, Jay Holiday. A, a bunch of different people. Chris Jenner did when she when she first opened her account, and then she unfollowed by accident because she said, "Oh, by accident, she unfollowed a lot of people." So like, whoever she unfollowed, she asked to tell her, and I was just I wasn't tripping about it, bro. Yo, you could have been manor- managed by Chris. We could have been managed by Chris Jenner. Yo, you gotta get on the horn. We gotta get Chris. We gotta get Chris Jenner to manage us because that is that woman knows how to manage some shit. She turned some something. She turned some nothing into something. She took a sex tape and made an empire. That is fuck all y'all. I don't care. I don't know. I don't never know. We have ever talked about this on this on this site. I mean on this on this site on this podcast. But Chris Jenner and Kim Kardashian are some of the greatest or some of the smartest people you may possibly run across. You don't even know it because they don't flex it as much. They just they're, they're business smart. Like you took a sex tape, and you was able to turn it into a conglomerate. Like who else is doing that? Because you see other people put out their sex tapes or their sex tapes leak, and they don't, and they never get this type of notoriety from it. Like right, like Pamela Lee, like pa- like Pamela Anderson, like all this shit, like Paris Hilton and whatever. It's like Kim Kardashian was able to take the sex tape and get and like get. Blow the f- made an empire off that shit. It's like 
getting a little money and flipping it. Like, right? It's like getting a small loan of a million. See, y'all think y'all think Donald Trump is a businessman? Nah, Kim Kardashian is a businesswoman. She is a businessman. Like, let, let her go handle her business. Damn, she she's such she so her and Chris are so much of business women. They was able to take her. And then they got the then they got the sister on. They got the they got the daughter on. They 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 got everybody on. Mind you, none of them have any quote unquote talents as society likes to say. But they're getting paid. They have, yeah. they have the talent of entertaining you, keeping you entertained at a high level. Because <laughs> what keeping up to the Kardashians done been on for like a million years at this point. I was about to say something else, but I want I, I would like Chris Jenner to really manage us, so I'm not gonna say anything about her husband or former husband. But yeah, they took that they took that and just ran with it. Not that that so hats off to you. I don't care what nobody talking about y'all are business y'all are business women. Y'all should be highly applauded. Shit, Fifth Harmony was managed. Little do people know Fifth Harmony was actually first managed by Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner discovered Fifth Harmony like that that little um that little group. I, I say little because I don't listen to that music, but that little group that um that be doing that arm pop or whatever the fuck it is, Chris Jenner actually discovered them because I remember seeing that on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like she she nurtured them into the people that they are. So Chris Jenner has an eye for talent. Uh-huh. Her, you know, so she, you know, so she wanna she wanna come she wanna come hop on this. She wanna come pick us up and turn us into some multi billionaires. I'm I'm all for it. Hey. I got tigers. I need to buy. Me and Jacob need to buy some tigers. Cause I'm buying. I'm buying me and Jacob some tiger. A tiger. Tigers. Out of all the things you can think of, you want to get something that can eat your ass. Okay. It's not gonna eat us. First of all, we're gonna get a baby tiger. We're gonna get a cub. Then we're gonna get a cub, and then that cub is gonna like be loving of us. So that cub is gonna know. Not to fuck with us. Hey, if King Ezekiel, if King Ezekiel on The Walking Dead can have a tiger, me and my boy Jacob can have tigers. <laughs> Michael Jackson had a tiger. It didn't eat him. It depends oh, on how it, it depends on how you raise it. We're not gonna raise it in like a a a, a habitat of craziness. We're gonna raise it with love. Right. Oh goodness! You know what? That's what people are missing. Love. People need love and love. So many things I got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't. That boy, what happened? What, what music soul child at? I know. Uh, everybody. Through all the ups and downs and joys and nerves, love. For better or worse, I still will put you first. Love. Yo, that boy could sing. <laughs> yeah, Many days I long for you, watching you, hoping for the chance to get to know you. He, he broke it down and said, Longing for your kiss. Like, oh shit. Like, okay. For your kiss. <laughs> Many days, many nights I cried from the things you do. Felt like I would die from the thought of losing you. I know that you're real. But thanks, Music Soul Child. Please get your ass back. Cause remember, he went off to try to have a have a, a rap career. Fuck that. What? Are you serious? 
Oh, you never, oh, you never seen this Breakfast Club interview where Music Soul Child was trying uh-huh. to be a rapper and Charlemagne, he's an asshole, but he was trying to be polite with it. He was like, what the fuck you want to do that for? Like, why? why? And I, I don't want to misquote Music Soul Child, so I'm going to make sure in the show notes presented by Gremlin, I'm going to make sure I, um, put the interview, I'm going to put the interview link because I don't want to misquote him. But I think he said something along the lines of R&B being dead or something. You see the way they treat R&B or some shit. And I'm like, fuck that. But that was a couple That was a couple of years ago. He was like black or something. He wasn't black. He wasn't black. I forgot his name. It was it was weird. Like, he was dead serious, too. Like, he had a, he had a song and everything. That's so crazy. Music Soul Child said, I'm going to be a rapper. Like, fuck that. Fuck all that rapping shit. I'm telling you, I love rap. Rap is the most complex genre of music, but R&B got, man, it go R&B and rock, babe. I'm about that R&B. R&B has the most heartfelt shit in it. Mm-hmm. R&B and country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just telling you um, that I came across these young rappers recently. It's amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know how I get about music, right? Yeah, it was that. It was that good. What was it? Who was it? It was so good. Okay, so I don't want to misinterpret anything if it's not the way I took it. But uh, J Cole has a whole team. Oh, oh, I know you're talking about now. <laughs> Shout out to he has a whole team under Dreamville, and I love them. I love them all. They, it's like a lot of different rappers, but they all t- have I'm their t- own style. I'm gonna tell you how you should tell them about. You you want to tell them or should I tell them? Because I'm I'm like an all the side of this shit. Like like they like they are artists. <laughs> so there's Jid, there's Luke. I think that's how you say it. L U T E. There's Jid. Yeah. Um, there's Earth Gang. Yeah. Which is like three guys in in a group or whatever. And then there's um. I think B A S. Yeah. And and then there's another guy. Um, is it Kazi Kaz something Kaz? But I oh my gosh, they're so full of wisdom and they're so young. <laughs> and the fact that they have that much wisdom while that you know he, he's building soldiers like <sighs> it's so nice and he's not airing it. He's not boasting about it. It's like. He's he's behind the scenes and they're letting he's letting them do what they want. Like, wow. <laughs> I, I have more to speak to that, but I'm gonna say before this for this one thing we're doing. I don't mean to cut. I don't mean to, I don't mean to leave y'all in the dark about it. But um, yeah, they got Jig um, which is J I D S V on Twitter. J I D S V on Twitter. He makes a lot of good music. Him and Earth Gang are actually like friend. They're actually friends. Tight like the closest of nits like jid when he got kicked out of college or whatever he stayed with he stayed with earth gang for a long time like he said he had like his couch and a, and a mattress or whatever and they let him stay there they was like no no earth gang had a couch for him to sleep on and he like a mat i forgot anyway but jid like is cool with earth gang earth gang has this nice this night nice, people keep on comparing earth gang to um outcast i don't hear it 
Cause maybe because I'm a, maybe because I'm from the south, I just hear them as being uniquely south southern. Like they got this nice flow. It's like it's it's fast but slow and also in your grill. Like it's like he sl- he's he raps it fast but then he slows it down. JID just has this is his voice when he speaks when he speaks his flow. You can tell like he's he's a lyricist. But his one of his one of his um one of his hooks is like they talk they talk about. Southern, ly- they talk about there's no flow in the South like my like my Southern lyrics, like the Southern lyricists don't exist, some or whatever it is. They can wrap you under a rug. Like when people talk about the South, they want to talk about all these other people, but Atlanta is still producing that natural sound. Like Earth Gang reminds me of of Holly Weird. It was another group from Atlanta. They remind me so much of them. It's like we're doing what we want. We're kind of we're kind of grungy ghetto type with it. But we also can rap your we also can rap our ass off and they make a music and mu- they make amazing music too. You should check out JID's Great Story and Episode and Earth Gang's albums that are out right now. I have more to say about this than J. Cole or whatever, but I'm gonna save it for that little special project we're working on. Oh my goodness. I just love I love it. It's new, it's fresh, it's like it's like yes, yes, it's not mumble rap. <laughs> Oh god. Good you gang, good you gang, good you gang. Hey, good you gang. Yo, little pump. Again, like I was I can you, you never heard Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang? Mm-hmm. Hey, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Yo, little pump. He I I said this I don't I don't listen to the music because I it just ain't what I listen to. But like I was saying about um Lil Uzi Vert, like Little Pump too seems like a very nice. They seem like nice, like uh, they seem like nice people. They ain't got nothing to do with their personality. Even though the music, like- the music sucks. Now the music sucks because in the rap he says, "Um, your mama live in a tent." Hey, <laughs> me and my grandma do. Me and my grandma on meds. Hey. Huh? Like it's like it's no it's no it's no words. But if you want to talk about finessing the system, Gucci Gang is a is two minutes and eleven seconds long. He says Gucci Gang fifty six sec fifty six. He says Gucci Gang fifty six times in the song. So yes, for a minute. So that's what it's like. A minute and for a, so a minute and forty of it is Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Hey, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Hey. Man. I'm on the block with the Jets. Hey, they don't like if you if you making if you making music like that and people are buying it, then hats off to you because. But I'm not getting it. I mean, oh man. It's, oh no, I think it's they've um, come up with a great idea nah, of nah, getting nah. a really really good beat. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna give him that credit. They he honestly believes he can rap. I think he honestly believes the raps are snapping because. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play because I want to say that these young people are smart enough to build into a persona. But if you'll build into a persona, you'll build into a persona of being a lyricist. So I'm not gonna say they build into a persona. They just know. They like like I tell people all the time. It's a lot of stupid shit that when we was younger we heard it and we appreciated it, but we also appreciated the Jays and Nas. I remember. It was, I remember it was this group called Born Threat, and they had this song called Juke Your Boy, while I do my shovel hoe. And it was, it was like, Juke, yeah boy, Juke, Juke, yeah boy, Juke, yeah boy, Juke, Juke, yeah boy. When I step up on the stage, you know, they were trying to rap, but it was horrible. But you just liked the hook 
But we also was listening to, you know, Outkast, Good and Ma, Big, you know, Passive Choice. So it's like we had the the balance, but it stayed within the Atlanta, right? It stayed, but that was from Marietta, so it stayed within Atlanta. Now with the internet, all the like Gucci Gang would have been a local hit by the young teenagers, but now that you have a bigger market in rap, because um Don is Don is from Atlanta. He talks about this when he was saying um when he got on, it's like when you when you mostly the record labels decide what went out into the city. So the record label would record label in two thousand and six or two thousand eight seven or whatever whenever record labels really have full control they would have heard a song like that and they would have trashed that shit but now with the internet you can find enough stupid people with a, with the low enough brain cells to actually find that to be intriguing enough to buy it right so it's like the internet just opened the world up to stupid people that's why people that's why people like boot gang and all those other people. That's why like those people are popular because the stupid always gonna outweigh the smart. Like I don't know why we think that stupid it was just stupid people were isolated. Now those stupid people are able to log online and see that other people agree with their dumbass opinion. So it's like the look like I'm saying the boy, no no offense to the boy, he seems like a nice kid, but he also makes pretty shitty music but it's not art but it's not for it's not for us you know i don't know man i don't know i just i don't i try not to spend that much time giving a fuck about it like i hear it good you gang good you gang good you gang hey good you gang. you know you enjoyed it in that morning Be like okay whatever i never buy this shit but i'm not but hey i'm all for people getting money because that's one thing i say i have never because all these other young rappers I won't even say their name because they always involved in altercation. So I don't want to give them no shine. But this one, I don't hear, I don't hear nobody talking about him jumping people again, jumped or nothing like that. So it's like, hey, hats off to you, man. You made a stupid song and you was able to profit from it. Right. <laughs> he did. He pulled the um, Kardashian move. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, like you can't, like you. I can't pray. I can't praise Chris Jenner for knowing how to take advantage of something and not look a little pump like. Hey man, you took advantage of that because Lil Pump, Lil Pump is actually taking the Lil Pump on um, what is it? The other I can't think of. I can't think. I don't. I don't know these. I don't know these young people. That's the only one I know because of Gucci Gang. Like it was, it's Gucci Gang is like the second most requested. People are reading the lyrics to the Gucci Gang on Genius.com, and I'm trying to figure out why the fuck you reading the lyrics if it's only fifty six. If it's only fifty six, fifty six of the words is Gucci Gang. It's no deeper. It's no deeper meaning. But what I will say to Lil Pump, if you are listening, that I that um I advise you to not say Gucci Gang no more. No, I don't. I mean, I mean it from like a a monetary standpoint. Think about it. If you're saying Gucci Gang, you're not sponsored by Gucci. You're getting no paycheck from Gucci, but you're always rocking Gucci in your in your videos. Use that as the kids say. I'm about to, I'm about, as the kids say, use that clout to build your own shit. Pump game. Pump, not don't call it pump game. Don't call it pump game. But you know what I'm saying? Like create your own shit with your own merch and all that other stuff. It's like use the market to your fullest of advantages. Because Gucci, because Gucci is not, because Gucci is not gonna, Gucci gang or Gucci period, Gucci, the house, Gucci, the company is not gonna partner with you. So fuck, fuck making them famous. They don't, they don't like you like that. Get yourself, put your, get your own shit out there. Make your own shit. Whatever you're, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, call it that instead of Gucci gang. Stop, stop letting these companies profit off your hard work. Corporate America. 
Exactly. Stop getting back to them. That 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 shit you change it. <laughs> Yo, the other day the 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 rankings for the brand sales, the selling projections, what the sell numbers from quarter three was out and Louis Vuitton wasn't even in the top ten. That shit was funny. <laughs> not even in the top ten. Not the, you didn't even make the top ten. Man, you need somebody to make a little V game, little V game, little V game. Hey. <laughs> got my little V on. Hey. Got my tiger in the back seat. Hey. You remember when they used to rock everything? Like, from Rockerware <laughs> to Adidas. Fu- FUBU. Oh. Yeah, FUBU. <laughs> Man. Yeah, they used to make it a statement back then in every music video. Like, <laughs> Man, FUBU was so fucking popping that LL Cool J was able to wear a FUBU hat in a commercial for The Gap. <laughs> and then he, then, he, then he said for us, by us, in the... Man. Damon John, you a genius. Because you got... you LL because people... Because white people did not know what FUBU was back in the day. You know, it means for us, by us. Which, which Damon John said it didn't mean it the way we took it because he meant for the culture, by the culture. Because just, because NSYNC, they had NSYNC wearing FUBU. He said they, they had NSYNC was like in the ad one time. So I always find it intriguing. And to this day, FUBU, FUBU makes $29 million a year in China. Wow. That's what I'm like. I don't, I don't mean turn this to a business episode, but that's why I'm always telling people worry about the mar- worry about the markets you popping in. Cause I know for us, Sanquan, people love us in Japan, the United Ki- United Kingdom always buying shit, which is really which is really interesting that the United Kingdom is buying stuff in Japan because God, we gotta get stores out there because that shipping prices is high. Like I don't never I'll never ask the warehouse how much it costs to ship out there. I just oh man I. I, I, if y'all, y'all fuck with us that much that y'all want to pay that shipping price that costs way more than a t-shirt, my hat's off to you, man. You're amazing. Y'all are forever amazing. So that's when, like, always worry about the markets you popping in. Like, the other markets that come. Like, 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 Damon John could be like, fuck FUBU. We ain't popping in America no more. Fuck that. Fuck. America is not the whole world. People in Japan got better style in the damn way. Right. People in, people in America all about what, what somebody else says is popping. You know, um, like Erica Badu and Andre 3000, have you seen their Instagram lately? Uh, well, I don't know if Andre 3000 has an Instagram, but Erica Badu has been posting pictures of her, um, in like, you know, fashion wear, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what, why I brought this up, but. She was wearing, not- she was wearing that, she was wearing that one brand that's, that's like the official sponsor of the podcast. Right. That footwear was nice. She was wearing. I wonder. I wonder who. I wonder what brand that is. I think it's like Vans or something like that. You ever heard of Vans? The, the Vans got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. I, I don't know, man. I like that Vans. I like that Vans company, man. I like them. I know. I like that Vans company. They're pretty cool. They're pretty. Those are pretty cool people. Like especially that one dude. That especially that one dude. He got like an afro, but it's like really curly, so it's not really ever an afro. He's like, he's really cool. <laughs> but oh in, my goodness. But yeah, Erica Badu is like a shiny, Erica Badu and Andre 3000 are shining models of what to do when it comes to fashion. Like, what the fuck you want to wear? Be you. 
Like, you don't need to wear something else because somebody... You don't need somebody else to tell you what's popping for you to wear it. Uh-huh. Stop letting people dictate the way you operate. Shoot, I've never been on certain Growing up, I, I don't let the clothes wear me. I wear the clothes. Now don't get me. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to y'all. If you if you want to wear, okay, we gonna we gonna use we gonna we we can we can use. Nah, we're not gonna use Gucci. If you want to wear if you want to wear Ralph Lauren, then wear Ralph Lauren. But don't wear Ralph Lauren because somebody else said you should wear Ralph Lauren. Wear Ralph Lauren because that's something you want to wear. And it is a distinction between the quality of shirt. From Walmart and Ralph Lauren. So don't ever let nobody tell you that bullshit. Like, I mean, you don't have... That bothers me. People are like, oh, you know, you could have went to Walmart and got their same shirt for $5 and that shit would have fell the fuck apart. Walmart, like, Walmart quality of shirt compared to a Ralph Lauren, compared to a... Shit, compared to a Sanquan is light years apart because we use different... We use different cotton, like Egypt, like Egyptian cotton... Walmart uses some some cotton. They done the 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 bottom of the bear. They not they not. It's not gonna be thick. You're gonna wash it one time. It's gonna shrink. So it's like go to Burlington Coat Factory. You can get some polo. You can get some Azai. You can get some lacrosse. It's like you can get a whole bunch. You can get Mark Jacobs. You can get you can get Betsy Johnson. So it's like if you enter name brands and you find the thing that that name brand makes to be good, then get it. But don't buy it because I hate when somebody got something ugly on and you make mention to it and they be like, oh. Oh, oh, it's YSL. Like, it's YSL ugly. It's still gonna be, it's like, regardless of what the fuck the brand is, you bought it because of the brand. It's still, it's Hermes. Hermes make ugly shit too. Alexander Wayne, that's my boy, but he make ugly shit too. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, buy something because you like it. Don't buy something because of the brand, because of the brand name. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I never buy no K Swiss though. I'm dead now. Your case was the ugliest fuck. Shots. You know, with, um, with like he's he's graduating from Harvard. Um, Ooh. next week I think. Congratulations like, to him. What are you getting the degree yeah. in? What are you getting the degree in? I have no idea. Swiss beats the master. Yo, Swiss beats. When we get in that rap, when we get in that um beat battle between you and Timberland. They always posting with the smoke. We with the smoke. We ready. 2018 about to be 2018 about to be here. We waiting on the damn smoke since like September or something. Come with the smoke. Anyway. This this topic right here is for Justin. Strictly for Justin. Last last week, 30 for 30 documentaries, my favorite series of documentaries. I hope to do a 30 for 30 one day. I already have the team in place I want to do it about. I already have what I want to do it about. So ESPN, if you're listening, because I know you probably are, I would love to do a 30 for 30. It could be this year. Cause I wouldn't spoil it, but they just say it could be it could be this, it could be this year, especially given the past couple of years. But anyway, they did the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair. Are you familiar with Ric Flair? No, I'm not. The nature boy. Woo! One of the that's one of my favorite wrestlers. That's one Rick Rick Flair. Ric Flair, I think it is like Ric Flair, the rock. Sting, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Ray Mysterio is my favorite of all time. Ray Mysterio six one nine. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't from the six one nine, but I thought I was in Ray Mysterio wrestling. Mick Foley, like I love Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Oh my God, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, that was my dude. 
I love I love wrestling when I was younger. But anyway, in the documentary, Ric Flair, we thought he was a legend. My name, my man, Justin. Tell me you've seen this because this dude, Ric Flair, is the greatest man of all time. Ric Flair said. <laughs> I didn't know how to say this. Okay. Rick, I was trying to figure this out since this documentary came out. Rick Flair said, and I quote, Rick Flair said he masturbated two times a day. Then he said he's the drink, he drink, he drink, he's the drink, he's the best bait two times a day, drink all day and still be able to wrestle. I'm like, I'm like, shouldn't you be tired? Shouldn't you be tired and drunk? That's a work. So you just, and then you work out. Then you work out every day. I'm like, Rick, Rick Flair was living that life. But my favorite part of the documentary, and I, I don't, I don't mean, I, I don't mean no disrespect to his, his, to his first wife. Rick Flair said, I let her know that I'm not about monogamy. I can't be monogamous. It just ain't in me, right? He said he told her that. He said he told her that. Then she get on the documentary. <sighs> like <laughs> this disgruntled, like oh, basically Loki trying to say he a piece of shit. Trying, to <laughs> but I'm like, if that man told you that shit, then you dumb as hell for marrying him. Right? Because if a woman be like, I ain't monogamous, I ain't. I'm like, what the, oh, okay, well, I ain't fucking with you. Like you can't, you can't change people. But Ric Flair, like Ric Flair, really like they was talking about Ric Flair, and like it, it, it hurt my heart, and it also spoke to what we talk about like passion is passion like they was talking about rick flair it was like rick flair spent so much time in the ring that he didn't even know that he didn't even know what to do with himself outside the ring that man wrestled till he was like 60 years old because he just can't comprehend not wrestling like that's everything he knows wow. like every like every like every, that's all he know. that's all he knows is wrestling like he don't know nothing else well he probably knows fucking women too because you know he this man when he was in college like he showed up to somebody don't like a, a sorority, like with his pants, with like his pants. No, he was at his frat house and outside his frat house, he just stood on the roof, butt ass naked, like in a full Superman pose. <laughs> they said Ric Flair was just fucking, he was just fucking everything that moved. So Ric Flair, the man, I don't believe that Ric Flair had sex with Holly Bear. I'm not going to, we're not going to put that bullshit in the air. I don't think he had sex with Holly Berry. But you know, Ric Flair, Ric Flair is the man. So I really, I really enjoyed that documentary. What I wanted to talk about, really though, was the day I found out that wrestling was. Let me, let me, let me, um, let me, let me find a way to say this. Wrestling was scripted. What? Re- wrestling is scripted. They pick a, the winner is picked beforehand. I mean, I kind of figured that, but that's still like I did. Like what the fuck? Mind you, I found because I remember I used to. Be, I, okay, first of all, J- Justin, was you WCW or were you or were you WWF? I need to know because I was WCW. Maybe because I was <laughs> letting it down. I was like, what the fuck is this conversation? <laughs> fuck all the men listening know what I'm talking about. You was either down with Hulk Hogan or you was down with Rick. F- I'm not gonna, well, that's not Hulk Hogan. You was either down with Vince McMahon or you was down with WCW with Goldberg, Rick Flair, the Road War. Oh my God, Dusty, Dusty. We had all the good people at WCW. WCW was lit. The World Wrestling. The world. Ch- ch- what happened? I like the pictures that Dustin Post 
you know, with his family at the uh, wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, you was even down with the real, or you were down with the other people. Those the other people, that's Hollywood. Vince McMahon, I watched both, but Vince McMahon, oh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, that's another person that can flip something into nothing. Vince McMahon put, Vince McMahon was able to put wrestling on the world stage. Like, wrestling is a, wrestling, I gotta, I gotta start back watching wrestling. Wrestling is like a billion dollar business right now. Like, business is booming. Man, he was able, he was able, cause the WWF, it came on, WWF came on, not only did it come on on Mondays, but then it came on Thursdays, and then they bought like ECW, I think it is. I'm probably wrong in that. Oh my God, ECW? Bruh. ECW was that real shit. I'm off. I'm, we're going to get off this in a minute because I know a lot of y'all like, what the fuck is he talking about? But ECW with, um, oh, Rob Van Dam? Oh my God. EC, okay, so everybody listening. ECW was like, Okay, WCW was Southern Wrestling or whatever. WWF was like Vince McMahon them, so it was like Hollywood type shit. It was like the rest of the world watched that one, like Dusty Baker, like that's that was WCW. But but ECW, ECW was like the street ball of wrestling because you had Rob Van Dam, you had all the crazy ass people in there, and it was like having matches where it'll be table ladders and chairs, or they have a anywhere pin match, or Man, they had the Bob the Bob Wire match where the the ropes would be Bob Wires, and it'll be thumbtacks on the mat. So when you get wow. so if you get body slammed or you fall on the mat, oh lights out, you getting up with bruises and shit. I think Mick Foley like spent some time over there. It was whew, ECW was violent. That was that was oof. if you was in ECW, my you you was a badass. That's why I thought wrestling was so. That's not. That's really why I thought wrestling wasn't scripted. Because who the fuck would volunteer to fall on the mat onto real yeah. thumbtacks? Like to real thumb. It wasn't no fake fake. There wasn't no play play. So anyway, the day the day I found out about it came in a series of events. I was reading the Rock's book. It was like in middle school. I was reading the Rock's book. And in the Rock's book, he talks about how Vince McMahon walks in. And he goes, who wants to be champ tonight? Like I, And I took it. And I always took it as a, sarca- as a sarcasm. And I get, the Rock was like, yeah, me. You know, like it's my time to shine. Some shit. So I always took it as sarcasm. And I, I brushed it off like, ha, ha, ha. The Rock, that's how the Rock became. You know, that's how the Rock became the champion. Vince McMahon paying picked him. <laughs> you know, his father was. You know, because the Rock's father was also a wrestler. So. That's how I took it. That's how I took it. I, th- I took it tongue-in-cheek. But then the internet came around. The internet fucked it. The internet fucked wrestling up. So we're in like the library and I see this link on the WWF website and it was like, find out what happens tonight in the ring. Mick Foley is going to tell you. So I click on it and Mick Foley is telling me everything that's going to happen on WWE, you know, um, on Raw that day. On Raw Smack, you know, Raw. Raw Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he's telling me that. By the way, why the fuck Raw wasn't three hours when I was younger? I would have loved that. I would have never been to go ever go to sleep. Raw is like three hours now. When I was younger, it was two hours. And he used to be like, fuck. But anyway, Mick Foley was telling us what's going to happen in the matches. So I was like, man, whatever. So for some apparent reason, I think because football practice ran late, my mom ended up, you know, we ended up getting home and I ended up falling asleep. So the next day, I asked my friend. 
And I was like, he said, because we always used to discuss wrestling. Man, he was a fr- he he was so he was so into wrestling. He was always he was always by the pay per view, and we'll go over to pay- and I was always go over to his house. I don't know because the pay per view will be a Sunday. I'll go over to his house on that Sunday night, spend the night, go to school, ride the bus with him. So we was like we was we was into wrestling. We was into yeah. we was hard. We was hardcore. We was hardcore. So <laughs> I asked. He said, "Did you watch it?" I said, "No, I didn't watch it." Then he said, Da-da-da. "He started talking." I said, "Oh, did such?" I said. I would never forget. I said, I don't even want to do this because it's going to break my heart again. I said, did Mark Henry rush the ring on Big Show? And he goes, yes. I said, did he lay Big Show out? Yeah, he did. I said, did he, I said, did he um, put him on his, I said, did he do that? Did he put him on his, um, on his back or whatever? He said, how you know all this and you didn't watch? And that I, I I never lied to my friend ever in my life. I lied to him then. I said I said I said I, just, I said I said I don't know man. I just I said I was just trying to see the Jew watch. So to this day he don't know I found out wrestling was was scripted before him. Man, that broke my damn heart. Aww. That broke my fucking heart. Oh man, it sounds like so Raven. Cause mind you, mind you, now that I think about it, I could have killed my damn brother. Aww. I was DDTing him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we did it to you, that motherfucker. We, I, used, we used to do. Um, oh my god, don't take us to Chuck E. Cheese. Be flipping, be flipping off, be flipping into the ball pit onto each other. Man, we was doing some dangerous shit. <laughs> Lex Luthor, I used to torture rack my brother. Oh my god, I don't know how he did. I used to torture rack him. Torture rack is you put somebody on your back, like in between your shoulder blades, and you bounce up and and you bounce them up and down. Oh my! I could have, I could have tore a figure four leg lock. I could, I used to, I used to do Chris Jericho jaw. Oh my god, Chris Jericho was my boy. That was my boy. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. I used to Eddie Guerrero. Oh my god, rest in peace to Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero died. Rest in peace to him. But yeah, that was my childhood. My grandma hated that shit. Because D, because I swear, I swear I was in DX. DX, DX was Generation X. We just got tired of doing what you told me to do. Now that's the brakes, boy. Shawn Michaels used to come out that music. That's the brakes, little man. Break it down. Dun, 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 dun. D-Generation X. Triple H was in D-Generation X. Oh, my God. Yo. I swear I was in D-Generation And they used to do this thing called suck it, where you put your arms in like an X, and you and you basically pop your crotch. Like you, 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 you throw your arms to... Man, we used to walk around the hallway doing that shit all the time. And one of my friends wrote DX Suck It on my um on my fifth grade, I mean my eighth grade graduation shirt. My grandma lost it. <laughs> she said She said, What the fuck? What the why my grandma don't even cuss, but but she found the cuss word that day. She said, What the fuck is this? I said D Generation X. <laughs> She said, she, boy, she said, you she said, take off that shirt right now. <laughs> she went, he did. She said, I'm not sending you home with it. Cause I used to always go to my grandma's house. I used to never go home first. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to stop by. I'm thinking I'm being a nice grandchild. Child. I'm going to stop by my grandma's house first before I ever go home. You know, every time, every day. You sit right here before you go home. You, I will be washing this shirt. This will not be on that shirt. Suck it. And it was, it wouldn't even suck it. It was S U X it. So we, we was lit. Suck it. D generation 
Dude, and the New World Order, the Wolfman. Wolf's a wild motherfuckers. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get back into rest. I'm gonna start watching it. Man, it sounds like when I used to use the karate moves my dad taught me on on my sister. <laughs> oh man, I know. yo, the Hardy Boys. Oh my God, wrestling, Kurt Angle. Oh my God, wrestling was real. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if it really it was scripted. Wrestling's still real because I'm. I, I imagine those body shots still hurt. I wanted to be the heart. That's when I thought. That's when I wanted to be super white because I wanted to be the Hardy Boys with the long hair. If I could put some dye in it, because the Hardy Boys was lit, man. It's so many great wrestlers. Yeah. Got the Big Show. You got the Giant. You got Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. I'm gonna break you, and you're gonna be mad about it. I don't even care because there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Booger T, I remember Booger, I remember Booger T. Oh my God, man, that's old. So, no, Booger man. T was Booger T was still wrestling. Booger T was old. Booger T was I don't know how old Booger T was. Re- man, I remember the closest. But I was, I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't a child. I, I, I just remember watching the clips of Booger T, Booger T on YouTube. When he said the N word on live TV. He said, uh-huh. "We gonna get you, nigga." I was like, <laughs> greatest, greatest shit ever. I'm like, if I was a child, I would have lost it. I remember, I remember they said, I remember Vince McMahon, I remember Trisha, Trish, Trish Scratton. They used to call her like Booty Miss, Booty is Maximus or some shit. Like, cause she had like a nice booty or whatever. I don't know. She was looking back on it. I was like an eighth grade, so anybody showing their booty was like a booty to me. And but the, the announcer would call their booties Maximus or whatever. So I thought that was just like the most risky shit ever. So if I would heard somebody say the N word, nigga, you go, are we gonna get you, nigga? <laughs> I'd have lost it. <laughs> Which is funny because he was talking about Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Hulk Hogan also fucked my childhood up too, man. I'm, I'm that that hurt. Man. That really that do we did that was our first episode. We talked about Hulk Hogan and how somebody that, that black dude. Oh man, that hurt my that hurt my soul. I can't forgive Hulk Hogan ever. I, was, I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie. I was a I was a Hulkamaniac. I was a Hulk. I was running. You know, I was running around the ring. I had a Hulkamaniac shirt, man. Hulk Mania, bruh. It was real. Anyway, brother, we're going to move on to a next topic. <laughs> we, you think you're bad? We're better. Yo, Randy Savage had everybody tripping. Break it to a Slim Jim. Yo, he had that. I think that's where my love for Slim Jims came from. Was Macho Man Randy Savage? Then Sting. Okay, we could, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. Ep- maybe we, maybe we should have Justin on to do an episode about wrestling legends. That would be so cool. We probably have to because uh, I'm pretty sure everybody else listening like, man, okay, dude, we get it. You like wrestling, but fuck y'all. <laughs> Child, my childhood memories, man. I love wrestling because I, I still want to talk about it, but we gotta move on. We gotta move on. We gotta move on because we will be here all fucking day because I'm forgetting people and I know I'm forgetting people. But either way, we we'll be here all day. I love wrestling. I love man, not, not a youth. My youth, my youth was the wrestlings. 
Aww. Just got tired of doing what you told me to do. Now that's the brakes, boy. Yeah. That's the brakes, little man. Break it down. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Man. Bro, I, we had all the action figures. You stay up late, man. Me and my yep. cousin. I, I went to go visit my cousin in um Tennessee. We spent like two days just playing with the fucking wrestlers. And then the soundtrack. We were playing with the soundtrack. Oh, my God. Gold dust. Okay, who? Okay, it it gold dust. With gold dust, Dusty Rose. Only Justin and other other men know what I'm talking about. Who the fuck was Gold Dust? I can't. I can't. Man, I I, I used to think Gold Dust was like Sting's alter ego. I hated Gold Dust. Gold Dust was whack. He was whack as fuck. Slow, just ugh, just. I mean, the British Bulldog. Man, wrestling was lit. Wrestling was lit. Fuck all y'all. Wrestling was lit. I know I'm forgetting a lot of people because we got to move on. Okay, so I'm fa- so if y'all don't know on our Instagram, we do a fan, we do a um, misfits topic where we basically post that we're looking for a topic for you guys to let us know what it is. Y'all answer, and y'all wanted us to do this week. Y'all wanted us to do the picture we posted, which was asking which row is the best. Now the rows are this, so y'all can play along at home too. And you can also leave a comment on this episode, letting us know which row you prefer. The rows goes as such. We're going to read everybody else's answer. They're going to read ours. The rows, the first row has Tupac, Biggie, and Nas. The second row has Eminem, Kanye West, and Jay-Z. The third row has Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, and Drake. Now we asked which row and why. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read everybody's response. It's a lot of people. We got Salomon. He says Pop Biggie, and he says Pop Nas and Biggie. Easy. Miss Ho Killer. Miss Neek Ho Killer. Shout to Good Morning Beautiful Podcast. She said Row One because two and three wouldn't exist without them. But putting Nas on line one is a reach. I would have put Rakim in there. Look at Miss Ho Killer. She knows she would have put Cameron in there. Okay. It's Stephanie B. She said, Ugh, why would y'all do this? But since I'm a diehard whole fan, I'm gonna go with row two. Now Miss my Miss Magnificent, <clears throat> she just decided she's just gonna switch the game up. She said plot twist, row one going vertical. So what she referring to is Tupac, Eminem and <laughs> Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. All right, we're going to run through some of these. We got Kiss says one. So fucking, so fucking marvelous said row two. Added Fresh said two. Love Out just said one. We got Hippie Soul Child said, if you put Tupac with the third row, replace Drake and I'll say three. LOL. Awesome Nobody said row two. I spent more time listening to Kanye West and Hove than anybody else. Plus, Ye and Hove are the most influential and most diverse. Ye produced more in Big and Hove and J. Cole patterns his style after them in rhymes and beats. So that's basically everybody. Everybody everybody seemed to be in Greece. That is one, two. Nobody picked three. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody picked three at all. But yeah, that's everybody answers. Make sure y'all go check out that post and make sure you follow off those your fellow misfits for y'all to stay connected with them. But so the question now flips on you. Which what what role you rolling with? I one. Why you pick one? I don't know, cause that's what that's that's who I grew up on for you know 
for the longest time. Um, I think that's why. Because the other ones, it, all three of them together, I couldn't. You had to remove one of them to make to make it whole. I couldn't do it. Uh, okay. I guess. <clears throat> I guess I got an answer now, huh? Uh huh. I'ma hold it down. I'ma hold it down right quick. I'ma hold it down for the two one five dollars plan. I'ma go with row two, and I'm gonna tell you why I go with row two. Okay. Row two is the most diverse. Like like like. <clears throat> like also nobody was saying they're the most diverse they done produce the most they influential Biggie is cool but I feel like Biggie gets too much of of the praise Biggie's a dope MC but Biggie's but Biggie's songs are not really resonating that hard for me that's why I can't go with row one because Tupac and Nas are iconic Biggie is cool like Biggie is some up north shit like I feel it, like I like Biggie, like I'm not. That takes away from nothing that Biggie's did, but Biggie's discography against Kanye West's discography blows Biggie out the water. Well, you know, you know we're big Kanye West fans. It's not, it's not even a question about that. When you, when you are literally saying you have no choice but row one, two, and three. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. No, I'm not. But that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. But even, even, I'm taking it discography by discography. Nas discography is cool, but I don't think Nas discography also lives up to Jay Z. They're saying which role is the best. I'm, I'm going by the. They're not saying the best lyricist because we're going for the best lyricist. It's not even row one because right. Tupac, Tupac was a po- Tupac. No disrespect. Tupac wasn't the best lyricist because most of his songs didn't really. Most of his songs really consist of fighting a pocket and getting in your ass type shit. So that just leaves Biggie and Nas. Now I think Eminem lyrically is better than Biggie, and I think Jay Z is lyrically better than Biggie. Yeah, I, I, I am not liking Eminem's new new style. Oh uh, shit. I don't like it. That's but but we talking about. I'm talking about. I'm going over overall career. I don't think. Right, right. So I'm going with row two because I feel like I listen to row like like I listen to row two more than I listen to anybody on this list. Because Kendrick Lamar is cool, but I feel like Kendrick Lamar can't lyrically lyrically is not on their level. I think that Joe J Cole, as much as I like what he's doing, as far as like other people, I feel like he's. Per- I have to hear his new album because I feel like his last album he progressed. That shit was trash. Drake, Drake is kind of progress. Drake is not going in the route we. Will- I want him to go. Drake more. Drake more like I don't know the fuck. He more life in it or whatever the fuck that is. That shit. Drake is not aggressive enough in his raps to me. Like he's like he's like he's like he's losing his bravado. Remember, remember I, what you want to award or something. I'm at the private airport board or something. I see something. I see nothing from afar, but I'm far from nothing. Put on your poker face. I pull your card if you're bluffing, and I ain't with the hard talk. You know. <clears throat> I don't see your point unless it's gunpoint or something. My deal like Weezy first week, one point something. And my verses getting stupid up. Wayne, if you're on Mars, can you pick me up from Jupiter? Flown blowing up, so I'm turning off my cellular. I'm a superstar, baby, onto a nebula. I would break an arm, break a fibula. When I, I hug and kiss the drum kit, I put the beat in my back pocket and just sit. But you can really beat my ass. Pause. Remember? Because he said, I put the beat in my back pocket and just sit. You can never beat my ass. But you can never beat my ass. Uh-huh. I put the beat in my back pocket. So, you know, beats, beat. I put it in my back pocket, but you can never beat my ass. 
because the beat is in your back pocket. So you, the beat is beating. And so obviously, whatever. Again, damn it, y'all. <laughs> so it's like Drake. I mean, if Drake just so it's like Drake now would be because. To be openly honest, it posted the way it posted to go in hip hop is with each generation it get better. That's the thing that gets me. It's like when we talk about who's the best Biggie Nas and Jay, it posted to go the the newer generation supposed to be better when they end it. Like LeBron James when his all said done, supposed to be better than Michael Jordan. He supposed to be. Kobe Bryant supposed to be, you know, Kobe Bryant supposed to be better than his predecessors. So I mean, his you know the who 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 he came up before not his predecessors, but you know. So and so I look at this list like it's supposed to be, but the middle has got it. And there's no dis- and that's and, and there's no disrespect to nobody. They're all great MCs. But we're talking about which road's the best. I'm picking I pick two and you pick one, and neither one of us are wrong. Because sound is objective. And I like that I like that we can have I like that it's a nice open conversation about it without anybody getting offended. Because nobody on this post is offended by anybody else's picks. They they can be because like you said, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just your preference. I mean, it is a right or wrong answer, but not in this because if we put up like some other people, <laughs> then you know, I seen but I I, I seen okay. I seen somebody try to I try, I seen my, my bad you can go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I seen somebody try to say that Kendrick Lamar was more lyrical than Lupe Fiasco, and I almost lost my shit. The internet was saying this for a while. A weird ass. It was a weird minute because everyday struggle asks, like, who's the most lyric? I think because Joe Budden said that, you know, Lupe Fiasco can outrap Kendrick Lamar. He can outrap everybody. Lupe Fiasco, I'm going to have to do a top 10, but Lupe Fiasco is in the top 10. We talking about, we talking about, when I talk about my top 10, I'm talking about pure lyricists. Lupe Fiasco is in the top five. That man is like, Triple entendres into another triple entendre into a sentence, like that right. all in one sentence. So it's like people get people talk about Kendrick Lamar and they get caught up in the cadence. Kendrick Lamar is a way better rapper, as in the pretend presentation and song. But he, no way in hell his lyrics are more deeper. Kendrick Lamar lyrics is Kendrick Lamar, and there's no disrespect to Kendrick Lamar, and I mean this with love, and this is. Kendrick Lamar is like a dumbed down version of Lupe, which is still greater than a lot of MCs. Because Kendrick Lamar is aggressive with his style. A big pun, get punk ass, you a scared little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> tiptoeing around my name, nigga, you lame. And when I get at you, homie, don't just tell me you were just playing. Shut the fuck up. You sound like the last nigga I know. Might end up like the last nigga I know. You don't want to clash, nigga. I know. So it's like, he has a bet. He 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 raps in a more. He's you know how little baby talking about. I'm fearless. I'm hearingness. Like earless. That means I'm earless. It means I'm blindness. When my ears resides where my ears is. But I'm. I love the Lord, but sometimes it's like that. I love me more. I love the peace and I love the war. I love the seas and I love the shore. Got love for no bitch, baby. That's raw, but you never seen that for I star. I trip, I fall, run up and raw. I love her with all my heart. Every vein, every vessel, every bullet lodged. You know, with Lupe Fiasco is rapping about the fruit of a god. You know, talking about being talking about being in love with a god. You know, the the greatest. You know what I'm saying? She said she would give me greatness, faceness. My face covers up the mech. You know, she was talking about, he's talking about the game. Yeah, you know something that I realized too? Like, when it comes to um, comparisons, oftentimes, 
the roles that we saw, you know, the options that we were given, that's basically all we see when they, they have, like, the face of rappers. They don't have, they keep leaving out other people like Lupe and, like you were saying, and Rakim and, you know, and all these, all these people. <laughs> we're going to do, that's what I'm saying. We're going to do, we're going to do one because that's what I'm saying. Like people, a lot of people are rap casuals, like a lot of rap casuals. Like what the fuck was he just rapping? I was rapping Lupe Fiasco, the cool, like the cool. Right. And I was rapping Kendrick Lamar, the heart part four. So it's like you have certain things in rap where you can talk about. Like I can't have conversations with rap with rap fans that they don't know who Rock Kim is. They don't know who Eric B is. You know what I'm saying? They don't know who the fuck KRS West one KRS one is. Uh-huh. Man, they, they don't know who cannabis is. Like, okay, this this how I know I can't have a legit argument about rap with you. If you think that cannabis got beat by LL Cool J in their in their in their, in their battle, then I can't have a rap I can't have a rap conversation with you because now you're talking about popularity over actual lyricism. Right. Or we or or time out. Or we can bring this to I know we we reference Joe Button a lot because shit and at heart we are all we're we're kind of Joe Buttons. We're Joe Button is the alchemist fit because he don't give a fuck. He goes against the norm, but. Bring, just or we can do it like this. If you think that Joe Budden had no place dissing Drake on a track, then you obviously are just a not a hip hop. Con- you are a hip hop connoisseur. You don't cause you don't you don't indulge in rap because you don't know shit about rap. If you don't think Joe Budden had every right to diss Drake, or 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 you think Drake don't even know who the fuck Joe Budden is when Drake is like a a fucking the, one of the biggest Joe Budden fans. But anyway, yo y'all. Big Crit. Big no, Crit. Don't say Big Crit. Gotta keep the devil out. Crit. But Big Crit, man. <laughs> Damn it. Big Crit will wrap you under the motherfucking table. I was like 13, stoking for a good beat, soaking for a studio, talking about spit heat like Ball and G on that pimp type shit. Three six had me crunk on that. Like, I played ball for a minute, then I mentioned when any Ryan Ryan wasn't in it. Ryan Ryan, so I would never pretend it. Had to quit it, didn't feel it back in high school. Rather write poems overflowing, that's what I do. Couldn't be Lil Zach forever. Piece of my big brother. Follow your dreams, baby. That's word to my grandmother. Don't hit the street, picking our streets, picking our flows. Man, that, that dream is shit. He got some, he got some, he got some raps for you. Uh-huh. Not listen. Yo, listen, listen to one train. If you listen to one train, he cleans everybody the fuck up on one train. Big Chris said, hold on. I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna show you motherfuckers what a southern lyricist is. One train got one train got Action Bronson on it, got ASAP, got Ken, he clean Kendrick, like he cleaned everybody smooth the fuck out. Yellow Wolf, Danny Brown, like he cleaned everybody the fuck up. But that's, like, that's why like earlier in our discussion about um little pump and shit, I'm like I don't really give a fuck. Like it's like I let I, I I I don't like the music or whatever, but I still let it ride because shit. I'm getting my I'm getting my surplus of music. Look, Big Crit just put out a two double put out a double disc last week. I'm good. Y'all can listen, to y'all Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I would like, but for but what I would ask of these young people is I would like for you to to give other music a chance too. Because I give, like I said, I listen to your I listen to that Gucci Gang. They give it a chance. Now I feel like y'all need to give y'all need to give these other artists a chance because you can't turn up the you can't just turn up twenty four seven. That's the problem with some of y'all. Y'all was turning up. 
Uh-huh. It's always about to turn up. But yeah, so, I don't know. If Gucci was actually, if Gucci, if Gucci the brand was actually smart, they would do something with Gucci. Right. That should be lit. Because then you have all the kids buying it. They be spending their mama's credit card. They be spending their credit card mama. <laughs> Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Hey, that shit catchy. That what I'm saying you. I'm telling y'all, these little kids, they smarter than y'all think these motherfuckers. These little, these little kids, y'all be making fun of them. Them motherfuckers smarter than you think they is. They know that most people are not intelligent enough to listen to a Lupe fiasco. Most people ain't intelligent enough to read my book. But anyway, so it's like a lot of people know, a lot of people are not intelligent enough for a lot of this shit. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm fine. She fine. I'm feeling fine. Vine cause my clients on cloud nine in the mind at the same time. Pimp see the wings on the underground king, bruh. Lupe fiasco, bruh. <laughs> Two affinity and peon, something that this thinks. Yeah, they really, they really listen to KRS one. Rock him. They don't. They don't know. They they listen no fight dog. Microphone check one two. What is this? The five foot assassin in the roughneck business. They don't know that five dog never had a cavity. Mm. They don't know it. <laughs> they don't know that five dog had never had a cavity. That's sad. They don't know that five dog never had a cavity. They don't even get this reference right now. That's sad. Come on. And I'm, I'm not saying all young people because when we was young, we knew about we knew about these people. That's how I know about right. We gotta have. We gonna do something. For, I'm gonna do something for y'all. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm gonna do something because I feel like we can't keep on chastising the youth for not knowing, but also not showing. All right, exactly. So we got. I got. I got y'all. I don't know what it is yet, but we got y'all or something. Okay. Okay. We we can get to the rest of these topics next week, but I really want to talk about this topic. So over the weekend, Russell Wilson posted a p- video of him and Baby Future. Is that child named Baby Future for real? I guess. God bless the child. God bless the child. I won't make fun of that child name. God bless the child. Because he can't help it. He ain't name his damn self. I didn't name myself J. Vars. But it's better than the alternative because my mama wanted to name me Skyler. Skyler Sancorn Squire. What the fuck? <laughs> Skyler, do I look like a Skyler? I mean, no. I grew, I lived the life of a Skyler, but still, Skyler. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So God bless that child. You can't name yourself. <sighs> anyway, so over the weekend, he posted a video of him and Baby Future in the Lakers, in the Lakers practice facility or some shit. And that's my, that's my championship. That is, but that ain't the point. Now, a lot of the internet had a problem with this. Like a a huge chunk of the internet had a problem with Russell Wilson being a stepfather to to Future's kid. One person even went as far as to say, and I'm gonna bring it up because I don't want to misquote this idiot. I want to read it in his full glory. So give me give me two give me give me two seconds and a hand. Give me a hand. Let give me a give me a hand clapping a red flower. Woo! Rick Flair used to be talking hella shit. Rick Rick Flair invented the, Rick Flair invented the shit talking. Rick Flair said, I got the I got the maddest bitches on the other side of town. I got these gators on. I got my Armani. Yo, Rick Flair used to talk hella shit. 
jet flying, willing dealing. Yo, that boy used to talk so much. And then I love in the documentary, he was so calm when he said, everything I said I was doing, I was really doing. <laughs> I was like, okay, Rick Flair, talk your shit. He, Rick Flair was also adopted. He said he bought this. His, his family could give two fucks about wrestling. They was like uh-huh. doctors and lawyers and shit. So he said he got this big ass house, right? In Georgia. Uh-huh. He said he brought out his parents to the house because he was a doctor. So he was proud of himself. He brought his parents out to the house. He said his parents walks in. They go, why you buy this big house for it? What, what's the point? Why do you know th- th- what's the point? What's the point? You trying to you you just so happy for yourself. Look at look at this big ass house I bought. It got a pool in it. It got a swim pool. It got bedrooms with bedrooms. And then his his parents was like, okay. He said out of all the wrestling he did, his parents only came to like four events. They gave zero. They gave zero fucks about wrestling. That's sad. That's sad and crazy at the same time. Like I'm gonna support my. Ch- I'm going to support regardless of what you do. I don't care if I don't like it. I'm not going to stoop my nose up at it. All right. But anyway, this is what this dude said. I'm gonna, I ain't going to read his name tag. He's he apparently from Zone 4. I don't really believe that. because Actually, he probably is from Zone 4. <laughs> he probably is from Zone 4 some stupid ass shit like this. He said, I swing on any nigga who acts like Russell Wilson with my kids. My child has one father, one mother. That love is enough. Oh my goodness. I don't understand how all of a sudden, where the parents are together, that love isn't enough anymore. The The woman I end up with doesn't deserve to treat my child. What the? Oh my God. Okay. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. How do you, how do you feel about this? Yes, please, please. I'm really disgusted with people because it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. And I feel like if Russell Wilson is doing his part as a stepfather, like, he's not even obligated to raise her child like that. But the fact that he's stepping up and, and doing things, showing him extra love, that's all it is is more love. Like, why don't, Why would you want that for his child? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like, I'm not going to put it because Future have not said anything. So I'm not talking about Future. I'm talking about all these, I'm talking about, okay, I'm about, it's about to get real rowdy. All these niggers on Twitter. I say niggers, not niggas. Because you niggers. It's a difference between black people and niggers. I, mean, my mom, I think my mom like black people. Anyway, that's that's the story for another day. Because she always said, don't, don't hang around niggas. Black black people but niggas. Anyway, that's a joke by the way. I don't I don't know. I don't my mama and I actually like black people. I don't know. I never asked her. That's the shit you ask her. I'm like, do you like black people? Anyway. Do you do you like them? Do you like them? Do you like black people? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, calm down. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, okay, this is my thing to him. And I'm going to use, I'm going to I'm going to start this off with the quote. I'm going to start this off on Jerry Maguire. They have a very thing that I took to heart when I was, when I, the older I got, the more I understood it. I didn't understand it when I was younger because I was, I was young. 
I was I wasn't a grown man, so I didn't understand it when it was told. But in Jerry Maguire, he tells him to make sure you show him the money. Not just playing. Not David Bad what I'm talking about. In Jerry Maguire, he in Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire's character is interested in his secretary. His secretary has a child. So they're discussing they're discussing this and Jer and um what's it Cuba Gooden Jr.'s character says to him, Do you love her? He was like, Yeah. He was like, Do you love the child? And he looks at him for a minute and he's like let me break this down for you because I'm a parent. You know, I came from a single mother home. You can't play with single mothers like that because they not introduce you to their child. Their child know you. So now you dating both of them. Oh. So you go from, you go from a, you go, I, I didn't use it before. You go from, a, you go from a one to, in this case, a three because she got a child and herself. So you go from a one to a three. You have to be prepared for that. You can't play around with that. That child is your child now. It's none of that, oh, you you that other nigga's fault. You that other nigga's problem or some shit like that. No, that child is your child. That child just went from having one parent, well, two parents to three parents or four parents. Because I can guarantee if you had a step as as much bullshit you want to talk, if you had a step, if that if your if you had a if you had a girlfriend or whatever, and your girlfriend was treating your child like some shit on Roe Hill, you'll be very upset about that young man. Or old ass dude, he probably old ass nigga. Cause you know, dumb ass people are always talking stupid shit. You'll be very upset that your girlfriend is treating your child like a damn peasant. And this is coming from a person that's a stepchild. Because my dad, my dad or whatever, his um his wife or whatever, she she trip she treats me like I'm her child. She don't she don't talk. She never she has never once in her life got out of you know been like what the fuck the fuck like you know she's never shown that she hated me type shit you know i don't really talk to my father or whatever but still she don't talk to me like she when when, when you know when i did go around there she she, I, she took me to her family reunion one time with her like wow. my dad my dad didn't even go i think he was like because you know he do trucking and shit so he was off on the road so she took me she took me to her family reunion with her like my dad would even there that whole weekend like i i was there with her so it's like you have to, that child is not your child. They say it takes a, a village to raise a child. So why the fuck are you not happy that your child has more love in the home? Exactly. That's, That's me off. I, I, man, I, we about to go. We about to get. We about to get a little real. I'm so serious. I'm, I'm, the, like, I'm serious. I'm, I'm glad we haven't heard anything from future. You know, I mean, it's honestly none of our business. It all ain't. Together, but. You know, people are always are going to chime in. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, the child is happy, healthy, and safe. And what more do you want in life? Like, I don't get it. Are you mad because he's getting double, triple, more love? Like, you know, three parents? Are you mad that he has three parents? Like, I don't get it. Maybe you only had one or none? Like... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's my thing. My thing is, I'm not even talking about future and Sierra. I'm talking about people in general. Cause this is like a global topic. Like I, I wanted to talk about this from the standpoint of humans. Cause I'd be listen. I'd be damn smite. Be like, cause I, I consider the JJs my children. They my motherfucking children. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna steal them from you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'd be damn. Somebody be like, oh, how dare you treat them like they're your children? Why the 
Like, what harm is that gonna cause? Like, loving, lo showing somebody love and affection, what fucking, what fucking harm is that gonna cause? I can understand if Russell Wilson is like, a horrible person that's out here drinking lean and talking about some I chose her over the dirty or you know I you have to let these bitches know they ain't shit you know if if the, if he was that type of person cool if he disrespecting his if if the person if the the stepfather is disrespecting the mother then cool but the stepfather is actually treating the fuck what's really touching y'all is that these stepfathers out here treating y'all children better than than y'all do. That's what's really that's what's really hurting y'all is these stepfathers are stepping up and taking care of their, and taking care of these damn kids with the woman they love because you fucked up with her. Now she done left you and glowed up on your ass and now you all salty in your feelings because how dare a nigga how dare a nigga treat the child that lives in his house like a child like like his own. When you don't even treat him like when you don't even when all you when all your defense is for your child is oh I buy the diapers. Which they probably don't even, which they probably don't even need that child support from you. They probably laugh at that shit when they get it. And, that, and that's that's the thing. Like our children are missing a lot of love, and and for someone to actually step in and show that child love, like what love really means, how to treat his mom. <laughs> Exactly. Like, like, how dare, like, how dare you take this kid? And he, this the thing. He didn't even say, he didn't even say be a Laker fan. He said, hey, you, you see those? Those are called championships. You gonna get you some of those? Like, he's encouraging this child to be great. He's loving this child. Russell Wilson is corny and all that other shit. And that's, and he could be, he could be damn well. I would, I would happily love Janelle to fall in love with a man that's as corny as Russell Wilson. If that's, if that's what it is. If that is the alternative is future, because <laughs> who right. gives, who gives a fuck about him being corny? I ain't dating him. If you love his corniness, if you like his corniness, I love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like y'all gotta get the fuck. Y'all street niggas, y'all gotta understand that y'all don't run nothing but your mouse. You don't you don't even run the block. You don't even run that. You don't even run that block. The government own that block. Your mama don't own the house. Jay Z done told y'all, don't die over the neighborhood that your mama rented. And and that's the thing, like. A lot of people think if they see somebody in public being corny, you don't know how they are behind closed doors. Like they could be the funniest. But what's like, but what's corny though? Taking care of your woman, opening your door for a woman, telling your woman you love her. I know, right? I I didn't say he was. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about these street niggas need to under. And I'm I'm using the word. I'm using that terminology correctly because I'm not talking to us regular people. These street niggas need to understand that the world doesn't evolve around you. You're wrong. Like you, you need to do more than pay child support, my nigga. You need to do more than have your child come over. When is your turn to baby? When is your turn? Not even babysit because it's your child. When is your turn to watch the baby on the weekend? You need to do more than let than sit in the damn house with it. How dare he go out and show that child love? Like y'all look like y'all look like y'all look like clowns. And I hope the women, I hope all women on Sunday was just liking y'all comments, not because they agree with it, but because they can know when y'all sliding their DMs, you should have a list. Like okay, this this you should have an ain't shit nigga list. So when they slide into your DMs, you go check their Twitter. Okay, they think 
they think step they think the stepfather don't take care of the child. You know what? Oh, I'm not gonna get involved in this fool's life because obviously, if he think that stupid shit, then he got some other stupid shit he thinks. Because that's ridiculous. How? So is his uncle not supposed to show him love either? Right. It takes a village to raise a kid. Shit, I don't even know the goddamn kid. I remember this. It was this one kid that lived next door to me. Shout out to Michael and his parents. I treated that motherfucker like he was my goddamn child too. And that that I wasn't even in a relationship with their mama. He used to always tell me she used to come over. He used to come over after school. He'll be hanging out. He'll be outside. Be talking to him or whatever. You can show love to kids. Like nothing wrong with that. He ain't making that man call. I could, he ain't making that child calling daddy. Get nothing creepy. You know, you know, you know, shit like that. And even he is, he is a stepdaddy. So he can call him daddy. Y'all got got y'all. Y'all got it wrong. It just bothered me. Cause that shit, that shit touched me. I'm like, man, niggas, I wish, I wish somebody would be like, yo, this somebody said, I'm getting triggered. I'm getting triggered. That's what it is. I'm getting triggered. <laughs> I post that picture of um, JJ's and me. I wish somebody would have been like, yo, this ain't your, I would have been like, hey, bro, we can fight. You want to fight? We can fight. <laughs> Fuck all this talk. Hey, bro, why you who can't do me? Nigga, what? Nigga, what? Nigga. But, nah, but, and another thing, Future would not, the Future would get knocked the fuck out by Russell Wilson. I saw a lot of street niggas. I wish a nigga would take care of my child. Ch- what, what the fuck? I wish somebody would do that with my child. Knock him out. Point Future get his ass beat. Y'all, I, like I said, y'all, y'all street niggas, the way y'all can fight. <laughs> Most of us, you know what, you know how suburban people know how we can fight? Because we took karate. <laughs> Y'all out here jumping people. We are, we can we I can I can chop I can hit you right now in three pressure points and kill you. Don't play with me. That's how that's something like y'all keep on acting like that's something like hood niggas didn't get the internet till two thousand and eight and now they think they run the world. Like, dude, you you are at the to- bottom of the totem pole. Cause that's gonna be even more embarrassing. Is all this macho all this all this macho rah rah type shit? And then you get your ass beat by the proverbial corny nigga. So now your son done see you get your ass beat and he gonna step over you with that corny nigga and they gonna go home. Uh-huh. So I can, so man, y'all gotta treat, get off the bullshit. It's too, th- it's time to do better. Take care of your kid. If your kid got a stepfather, then goddamn it, be proud, be happy. Cause he could be worse. He could have a stepfather that don't even know this nigga exist. Oh. Y'all better, y'all better get shit. It could be like I said. So anyway, stepfather, stepmother, whatever. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta get out of this dumbass mentality, man. Yeah, parents of the community. Then, then when the child grow up, what their parents were shit. They try to be a parent. Y'all told them don't be. You said leave my child alone. My child know what he doing. I'm the only parent in this motherfucker. <laughs> Like personal. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all gotta get out y'all feeling. Y'all just mad. Y'all just mad because nobody wants y'all mama. <laughs> Damn. Javar is chill. <laughs> but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Dirty Bill Clinton fronted me some weight. Told me key two. Bring him back eight. And I only brought him five and stuck his ass for three. Do you think that's clamping? Is he saying, is he saying the C word? 
When referring to white people, is he saying clamper? Cause I'll say clamper. I'm not sure. Do you think they clamper sick of goons on me? See Montel home. That's my claim to fame. Well, I learned the sweet. Yo, Nicki Minaj is on the cover of Paper Magazine. It's called Minaj a Trois. And it's her. It's her in a chair. It's her on her knees. And it's her one. And it's her behind herself. Mind you, the one, the part where she in the chair, she's naked. So, like, basically, her titties out. All right. Nicki Minaj selling. I don't know if Nicki Minaj selling, but she's selling that shit, I guess. Bruh. Then, then it says, I guess it's, I guess it's the paper magazine break the internet issue. I'm pretty sure Dre, post, I'm pretty sure Dre will post this on the Occupy Minority for y'all. <laughs> Every time, every time we get, every time I get notifications on my phone, be like Instagram, be like okay, I don't even post on Instagram. I'm definitely like, oh shit, let me go see what Dre done posted. <laughs> Make sure y'all follow our Instagram, the Awkward Minority, on Instagram. Anyway, okay, let's get to the Awkward before we get out of here. Come on, get silly. Awkward <laughs> now. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the Mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast. I'm leaving that in there, by the way. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, The Awkward Mail, where you send in questions and advice, and we give it to you. If you would like to email us and get some advice or know how, or let us know how you feel about stepfathers, then feel free to email me at jvars at planetofthesandcorn.com. That is J-A-V-A-R-I-S. At planetofthesandcorn.com. That is S A N Q U O N.com. Or if you'd like to email Lady Godiva, that would be Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. That is G H A D I R at wordsbyladyg.com. What do we have today? All right. So we have My girlfriend has trouble controlling her anger from Rob. Mm. Me, me and my girlfriend have been dating for seven months and up until now. It's been a great relationship. The problem is that last night I got a taste of her anger management issues. Me and her were at her house and we decided to test out her new pool table that her parents had just bought for their entertainment room. I beat her two games in a row and by the third game, I could tell she was getting frustrated. I decided to let her win this one, and I did the usual stuff like accidentally scratching and intentionally missing certain shots. She finally got to trying to sink the eight ball, but she scratched, and that ended up losing her the game. The minute the cue ball landed in the pocket, she smashed her against the pool table and threw the two halves into her hallway. She then started throwing the pool balls at her wall and I had to try to jump in to stop her. She eventually, I'm sorry, hold up. Okay. She eventually turned on me and asked why I wasn't going easy on her. I'm a girl. You have to go easy on me. She screams at me. Then she storms to her room, screams, I hope you guys have cancer. Me and her haven't spoken since. 
I'm thinking that I should break up with, but I'm wondering if it's entirely justified based solely off of this one incident. I've been really happy with her the past seven months, but I feel like her behavior last night could be a sign of bigger problems at hand. Should I break up with her or give her some type of second chance just in case this was a one-time thing? I don't think this is a one-time thing, my friend. I don't think so. I think there's there's major issues going on um, that you are not obligated to deal with. You didn't put a ring on it. So, yeah, I would leave it if I were you. If you like a thing, you should have put a ring on it. Don't be mad when you see that he on it. Up in the club, got a gun, got a gun and knife, about to stab me a nigga. I lost the pool game, you should let me win, cause I'm a woman. First of all, what kind of, you, you can't be a feminist if you want men to just let you win. Yeah, I'm just saying though, like, she's extra dramatic, and she, she's, she's not your type. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, uh, oh, 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 Yo, no, I don't let you win the shit, but I just want to throw that out there. You get beat down like the rest of them. <laughs> but the way she, she stormed out the room, and for her to say, I hope you die of cancer, and y'all didn't even have any type of issues for seven months straight, yeah, she has issues. Yeah, that's that is not, die and cancer are like one of, Two of the worst things you could ever say to somebody. Right? Like, so, I, like I know we talk shit. Like, I know we talk shit to each other. But like, man, fuck. Like, I, like I'm like, man, fuck you. Or shut the fuck. Or I tell you, shut the fuck up jokingly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's different to tell somebody something jokingly. But the cancer part is a little dangerous. Yeah, there's no joking. Breaking, there breaking pool sticks and shit. Like, it don't, it don't sound like she's joking. And I think you need to distance yourself away from this. You, I don't even know or not you should break up with her in person or over the phone. Cause I don't feel like, I don't want you to be input. Actually, okay, this is gonna sound like some coward shit, but you gotta understand you are, you, I, as much as I'm, I'm a feminist, but I still don't feel like you should be, men should be beating up on women or defending it. Don't put yourself in a position where you end up, you know, you end up getting beat up. Cause you're, you know, cause you're trying to be nice, you, cause you're trying to do the nice thing and a respectable thing to break up to her face to face. I think you need to break up with her over the phone. I, but they haven't spoken since, so doesn't that mean they did break up? I don't, man, these young people is weird. I don't know. They have some, they have, I dated a girl with anger issues and that's how we broke up. <laughs> she, she, she was playing this, she was, cause she, man, okay, first of all, she was doing this whole thing where she'll text people and she'll be like, y'all can ask me anything, right? And I have to, and I have to tell the truth. We was on the phone at the time. I said, I'm not gonna put a name out there. I said, this is not a good idea. I don't think you should play this game. I don't think you should play this game. So, bloop, bloop, bloop. Five minutes later, she get a text from her sister and her sister asked her, why she didn't cry at their mom's um funeral some shit. Uh-huh. I thought this in my head. I said, uh, you shouldn't have asked that shit. So then she goes, uh, my sister just, you know, she told me her sister said, I said, well, you, 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 you said, I was like, well, I was like, what you want to do? She said, uh, da, da, da. you know, she started dancing around. I said, well, you did ask. Well, I said, well, you did send out that text. I told you not to send it. And like, she like never spoke to me again. Mind you, she was already crazy to begin with. 
We should do an episode where we talk about our crazy exes because this girl was she she damn near raped she damn near raped the boyfriend her her old boyfriend like with her she had a menage to with her boyfriend and like and um her gay best friend once. Oh, well. She, like, forced him into that shit. <laughs> okay, okay. I, she molested him. Yo, he got a sexually assaulted. I'm not even trying to be funny. I never thought about this shit. Because she told me that. I was like, man, she is creepy as fuck. I probably should have left her then. Man. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdos out there. And it's a result of, you know, the <laughs> <laughs> You can't even get straight. I'm going to tell this story on the podcast one day. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy as fuck. I don't, I think the dude, I I'm gonna tell them. Sto- I'm gonna tell them the podcast one day. It won't be this day, but just know it's a it's a wild ass story. It's a Jesus Christ. And I remember her gay friend telling me. I remember. I remember I, she had told me that. I looked. I was like, man. I was like, I was like, I was like, listen. I ain't home a phone book or nothing. But if, if some shit, if you try some shit like that with me, I'm beating his ass. Cause you ain't. And I remember she had told him that she told me. And he was like, oh, I wouldn't try that with you because I don't think you gay. So I'm like, I'm like, well, that's, well, I'm like, but well, it's nice, sir. That's nice. He he was a nice dude. I'm like, well, I'm like, y'all a whore, y'all a whore, y'all sexually assaulted that man. The more the, oh. I never thought about this shit. You sexually assaulted. That's not funny. But he enjoyed it, so I guess I don't know. Let's <laughs> go. I guess I gotta tell. I gotta tell the story now. I guess. Okay. So my ex girlfriend, she had a boyfriend or whatever, and. Her boy, she she suspected that her boyfriend was either gay or bi or something like that. For some for some reason beyond me, she thought this. My this, I, this she never explained this to me. Mind you, I didn't know her at the time when she knew this boyfriend or whatever. But apparently, she um went to the movies with her boyfriend and her um and her best friend at the time. Well, her best friend or whatever. So when they end the movies, she tells her her best friend who was a gay dude to try him. So. Her and her, her and the boy was kissing or whatever, and then the gay best friend took down the boy's pants and started giving him oral. What the hell? Yes. Oh, you shit like this go down to move this all the time. Move this is a pretty wild place. I'm really old. Shit, we the same age. No, we're not the same age. You actually older than me, but shit, this you never went to the movies in in um at this young age at the young ages at the young ages. I should never saw you never gonna let the JJ go to the movies ever. This they, I don't think they do this now because the movie theaters be packed. I don't I, I, back in the day sometime movie theaters went packed. Anyway, they ain't they the point of the story. <laughs> the point of the story is when she when he went to go give him oral, he jumped back and then his um she said she told him, Oh, just relax, it's okay, it's okay. And then like he um let him do that. And then he started like at first he was freaking out, then like he like calmed down, let him do him like so y'all just y'all just sexually assaulted this man. Oh, so I don't know. He could. So I think I think she said to that day he confused about whether or not he's gay or bi or whatever. I'm like y'all y'all fucking people, man. That's that's why I like that's why I said if somebody tried that shit on me, I'll beat their ass. I'll beat his ass. Not because he gay. Because you because you ain't about to you ain't about to rape me. Excuse you. I don't want no I don't want no I don't want no boy mouth near my dick. Period. 
It's fuck that. It's funny. We can laugh. But then, so that, so yeah, she was, she was, she was, she was buckshot crazy. I don't know why the hell. I don't know. But so yeah, the moral of the story is, the moral of the story is, get the fuck away from these women. If they show you they crazy the first time, believe me, they ain't gonna change. They ain't gonna stop being less crazy. Right. They're going to always be crazy. What more do you want from me? Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Leave Tyrese alone. But yeah, she was. But yeah, she was really fucking crazy, man. She was really crazy. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the rest of her crazy for another day. But yeah, she was. Oh man, she was. She was crazy. I'm just. Th- I'm just thinking about it. I was just. I'm just sitting here thinking about it, like that motherfucker was crazy. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So leave. So leave that crazy woman. Before it's too late, break up with her. Oh, if she call you again, you gotta you gotta properly break up with her. You gotta be like, yo, it's over. I don't feel like me and you are going in the same direction because I I'm a very, I'm a well tempered man, and I feel like you're going to bring the anger out of yourself, and you're going to harm me. And I want to see the light of day. I want to see 2018. Obviously, you don't want to see 2018 with me because you're trying to go to jail for murder. Because my mama will murder you. And I want my mama to go to jail for murdering you. I want my mama to see. You know, so just break up with the crazy girl because she crazy. <laughs> I, she crazy. When, when I was younger, how I met your mother taught me the, the, the hotness of the woman weighs how much craziness you can deal with. But her craziness seemed like it's all the way at the tippy top. So you can't. So her, her hotness does not. I'm going to make a chart for, the, for Instagram. But so her hotness doesn't outweigh her craziness. So you need to leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> unless you dang, unless unless you look like Lady Godiva, then you could you gotta deal with all the craziness. Oh my god! I'm just playing. You're not you're not crazy. <laughs> you can you can you find enough to have a high you you find enough to have a high level of crazy, but you're not crazy, so it's all good. <laughs> like you damn near up there in the stabbing nigga. You up there in the stabbing nigga crazy levels. That's how crazy you could be. And I still be like, yo, you know what? Lady Godiva's crazy as fuck. <laughs> people for a living but you know see she want to slap you for a living so you you hot enough for that but ain't no ain't no you go but you tell nigga you gonna die of cancer okay we done crossed the line like this is what we not gonna do i that's hope you crossing the line that, that's just she she needs help for real like jesus crap like i hope you walk to the wall like the most i say is i hope you walk to the wall <laughs> she said i hope over pool like what the fuck? Did she have to what, what over a pool? That's crazy. Over a pool game, she told you, I "Hope you die of cancer." That's messed up. Then she and she, then when she when she broke the sticks, like why did you stick around? You were supposed to leave that. Bro, she broke the sticks. I'd have been gone because she 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 could have stabbed you with them sticks. Right. Man, I'd have been gone, bro. Don't put your, like I said. Don't put yourself in a position where. Will you end up getting fucked up because of a crazy woman? Do not put yourself in that position because yeah. ain't nobody gonna cry no tears for you. We gonna get people. I'm gonna tell you right now: if you get fucked up by a woman, we gonna be like, we gonna laugh. People gonna laugh. 
Nobody gonna have no sympathy for you because you don't pull the hit women, but they gonna also laugh at you for getting fucked up by a woman. Overlooking the, overlooking the fact she's crazy and women are powerful, but don't put yourself in that position to, to get fucked up. I don't condone violence. I, I was joking about the whole profit thing, but I, you know what bothers me? Like when when, when women hit men and they think it's, you know, it's okay for them to hit men, but not for the men to hit them back. Because I, I feel like if a woman's man enough to hit a man, just like if she's she's provoking the argument, she's hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. It's like you're asking for an asshole bin. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I see, I see what you're, I see what you're saying. I see, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get that. Women think like, no, you're not supposed to touch me. I'm a woman. You but should. Then you're over here knocking him in the head throwing things at him and stuff like what do you expect a person to do in that situation honestly if a woman if a woman is hitting me upside my head and all this um all this other shit i'm going to grab her by her arms and i'm gonna simply i'm gonna simply place her out of my house right you're not gonna be you're not gonna be beating up on me and i'm not gonna be hitting you because i know my strength and you're a woman. I'm gonna I'm still show you. I'm gonna show even in that even in that moment of absenteeness. I'm gonna still show you the. the I'm gonna still show you the human being niceness of not knocking you out. Cause I would never. I try. I would never hit a woman unless she got like a gun in my head and she trying to murder me with like a you know like some shit like that. Well, you got it when it's life or death. Sure. But like, <laughs> look at you. You just a woman beater. Like that. Like I'm not gonna it. I ain't, but I would never. But but the thing is, I would never be in a position where I got to defend myself against a woman because I won't. I, I won't be in a position where a woman is crazy. But I end up hanging around a crazy ass woman like that. But see, there's people straight on the street now that are just out of their minds. Like they'll they'll come in your face and they come at you like you don't even know them. That's what and I'm they, saying. If you if you're a woman on the street, you walk up to me. I'm simply grabbing you, and I'm. And I'm placing you out of my. I'm 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 finding the proper authority. I'm not gonna play with you because you gonna because people are crazy nowadays. They'll make up all kind of shit. That's what that's what's so scary about this society is that people will attack you and then try to say you did some harm to them. Like that one video about the the target. That wasn't target player. That dude that was in the um that was in the gas station and he was detaining that woman because she was stealing and then she was trying to say he's hitting me, he's harming me, he's trying to rape me or some bullshit. And really, all he did was grab her. Cause she was hitting him and he grabbed her and he put her like a figure. You know, he he basically he stopped her from hitting him. Like you have the right to stop somebody from hitting you, so you grab her, and then the cops come and thank God it was being recorded, and thank God the cops cool. The cops like, oh okay, we'll take her to jail because that shit could have went any other way than when recording of it. Right. That that reminds me of when my father, he was a, a substitute bus driver in South Carolina one time, and two girls went at it. High school high school students went at it, right? My dad didn't do anything. He just left them fight till they got tired, right? And so when, of course, they got to the school and they they got blood everywhere, their eyes, black eyes, blah blah blah. You know, the principal, the the the, te- the parents were like trying to say they want to charge my dad because he didn't stop them. And so the principal was asking him like, why why didn't you stop this? And he was like, 
look, if my hand got on the wrong part of their body, then you're going to give me sexual harassment charges. So, that's why. <laughs> exactly. You got to stay away from that shit, man. You've been on you've been on reached in to stop them from fighting each other and grab a boob? Oh, hell no. Nah. Lights out. Yo, that's crazy because um, I'm not going to put a name out there. I remember one of my teachers in high school, these two boys got into a fight. And <laughs> all the and this one teacher tried to break it up. They they done knocked his ass against the locker. But this teacher, this was the only black teacher in the whole school. But they blacked his eye. That shit was funny. They threw him. They, they hit him. He flew against the locker like it was a movie. You know in the movie with the superpowers and shit? <laughs> they threw his ass against that locker. It was like boom, the locker unfolded. He got fucked up. So the teacher, she um, she was the only black teacher in the school. She was from New York City. She wasn't having that shit. She got in there. She grabbed both of them motherfuckers and broke it up like threw them like, uh, threw them off each other. Wow. You think you think the school you think the school was like, hey, thank you for breaking up this fight. Nope. Nope. It was like that's a liability. She was suspended for like two weeks or some shit like that. They was damn near trying to take her job for breaking up a fight. So it's like, it ain't worth, like these streets, it ain't, like I said, it ain't worth it. Like, if two, like people be like, oh, if you see two people fighting, what you gonna, why people are always recording it? I ain't breaking it up. There was somebody, this one dude, I remember, there was this one dude on the subway, these two dudes fighting, one of them pull out a knife and start stabbing the other one. People saw some, wow, look at them just filming it. What would you like them to do? Get stabbed too. So now you got one motherfucker getting stabbed. So they gonna have two motherfuckers getting stabbed. Like man, please. Only way I'm jumping. Only way I'm jumping in the fight is if somebody get. If I'm feeling. Only way I'm jumping in the fight is if I see somebody get. If I see somebody getting jumped, then I'm jumping in to help. The person is getting jumped. But it depends on how I feel. I be I be looking for them fight. Yo, when people be talking about these sexual harassment cases with do with dudes like um coming up to women and just groping them and doing all kind of inappropriate shit, I'd be like, man, I wish I would see some shit like that in the public. I would act like a valid excuse to whoop somebody ass. Where do I sign up at? I wish I would see somebody walk up to a woman and just grab her pussy. Oh, it's going down. Man, I'm telling you. They be trying this shit with the right ones, because if I see that, oh, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a rumble in the jungle. I'm like I'm like, ma'am. I'm like, ma'am. Don't get upset. Upset. I got this. Home. Look, home. home you know, hold my jacket. Don't get the whooping ass. I wish you would. I wish you would disrespect. I don't give a. Fuck. I don't give a fuck who the fuck is like. I don't give a fuck if it's Donald Trump's wife. You're not gonna disrespect the wife. You're not gonna disrespect the woman in my presence. Scrape the fuck up. Scrape the fuck up. I don't give a fuck. Like I was saying, like, like we'll talk about that thing. Like, I don't get, if I see a dude beating up a woman in the streets, I think Candace had like a poll about this. Um, if you see like some domestic violence happening, would you call the cops? I put no. And then I sent the message saying, because I be in there whooping ass. Ain't gonna have no time to call the cops. If I see a man beating up a woman, I'm jumping in. You wanna fight, you wanna fight home, but it's fight. And then, and there's no moot, there's no rah rah shit. That's just some shit you brought up on. You never let them, you never let a man disrespect a woman. Right. Give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what she said to you. Like I said, she's hitting you. You grab her arms and you move. You remove her from. You remove her from your house or you remove yourself from the situation. 
You or you grab her arms and you call the cops. You do not. You do not. The you do not. What, what message you sending to the woman beating her up? But grab her fucking arms. You call the cops. You go about your day about that shit. I don't know, man. That should be getting me riled up because people, people, man, people do all kinds of shit. I don't like, man. Don't don't let these don't let these fools fool you. Don't let these fools fool y'all. She be talking all that shit. I beat your ass. Like, okay, that's cool. That's nice. That yeah, but yeah, you yeah, you sure can, girl. You can beat my ass. And when she try to prove it, you grab her arms. You be like, man, why you do that? And then you call the cops. <laughs> like turn, flip that shit on her ass. Call the cop because you got nothing to prove. What are you proving? Oh, I beat up a woman. Okay, cool. You scientifically stronger than a woman, stronger than most women, unless it's Serena Williams. Because Serena Williams gonna whoop that ass. Watch <laughs> or, or Lady Godiva. You know the women like Lady Godiva and them and shit. It's something you know, but you know statistically, men are stronger than women. So it's like, what are you proving? I beat this woman ass, yo, because she was talking all reckless. Like you fucking, you fucking clown. I wish a dude would say some shit to be like that. Oh, I beat, I beat, I beat, beat my woman ass. You know, gotcha. Bitches got learned. Bitches got learned. Like, but man, bro, y'all better get the fuck out of here. Leave it to Cleaver ass, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, feel like thank y'all for listening to this episode of the Minority. I hope you learned a lot. And we just want to say, till next time, brother, we'll see you soon. Because you think you're bad, we're better. We'll break you like a Slim Jim. Ooh, yeah. No, no hate. Macho Man right inside was the man. All right. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. Now off.